It's the Brian and Kendra Show with Brian Cook and Kendra Cox of Keller Williams Realty Elite. I am Kendra Cox. I'm Brian Cook. Between the two of us, we have over 30 years of experience. Sharing real estate tips and advice right here on Classic Hits 107.3. Well, good evening. It's the Brian and Kendra Show here on the radio. 107.3 Classic Hits. Did he do it right? Oh, yeah, because he didn't say didn't the initials. Say the <laughs> <laughs> Anytime that you start saying the radio station, I'm like, oh, no. Uh-oh, He's going to mess, mess this up <laughs> again. And then Brett's going to be mad and he'll call me names like he did that one time. So whatever, anyway, we're here. We are yeah, here. We are here. So last week, um, you were getting ready to go on a ski trip. Yep. I can't even remember last week. That's crazy. My ribs still hurt. <laughs> and my shoulders and my back and my knees and my hips and my neck and my <laughs> <laughs> I so, want to talk about that time that you fell down. Which time? I know it's awesome. <laughs> How about the? Um, you want to share your story about the ski lift? Oh, which one? <laughs> it was <laughs> so the first. The first horrible experience <laughs> was like after the half the first day, and I think I think I got this under control. So I'm gonna go down this really short black, which is just big hills. <laughs> that man, I can do this. There's only like I'm crying like already. <laughs> eighty feet. It's like nothing. Have you ever fell eighty feet? <laughs> so <laughs> backwards. So as I go down, you know, you just you have to jump. Like when you go to them bogus guys, you pick your feet up and jump and spin and jump and spin. And about the third time I tried to jump and spin, my legs didn't move. I'm like, they're not. <laughs> Come on, boys. They didn't work. <laughs> so then I'm going backwards down the hill. And then it, it was just, it was not good after that. It was, okay, it was so bad news my favorite thing, Ranson, he tells us, like, he's telling me all these stories. Finally, I'm like, so this is what it's like to be me, <laughs> not on the snow. <laughs> just a normal day, Kendra. This is just a normal Kendra day. Um, they don't call me slipper for nothing, That's but right. buddy, you're slipper too now. I'm kidding. And so Branson was there at the same time. Branson, yeah. how'd you, you do? Did you, I did all right. Did you fall down? I don't think I did. Wow. You're this must is have the been difference going between yes. youth. <laughs> That's 20 difference, 20 years difference right there. I didn't know what to say after I said youth. I'm like, oh, you better stop yeah. that because you still need a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a, it was a quite crazy. But, I know one thing. Don't go skiing over spring break. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not finished with Branson. But Branson, can you move? I can. Are you yeah. sore? I'm not, not too bad, actually. Wow, I me, was. Me I've had a day to recover. Did, did you yeah, just see the boss day. go, everything's fine? Like, did you see him be all? <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Okay, so for real, spring break, did you think it was a little crowded? Well, you left Monday. Yes. Monday was. We left before all the oh. craziness. So Saturday was like X number of people. Sunday was twice that many people, and Monday was twice what Sunday was. Wow. There was. The line at the first initial chair you get up to, the gold lift, I bet there was 250 people in line. It was clear out up to the orange fence. It was insane. Like, it was insane. So, um, State Farm Kevin Kanzler just said what happens in Red River stays in Red River, yes. and I feel like there might be a story. <laughs> there might be a story. I didn't run into Kevin, like literally didn't run into him, but I didn't see him either, but I know he was up so there. So, Kevin, maybe time. it's good that you didn't see yeah, Brian. Stay out of my way. was going to run into you. I didn't run anybody over that was over six years old. <laughs> it's always those littles that yes, get hurt, They just huh? get in the way. So, yeah, and then the one time we were getting on the ski lift, so all four, it was me, this my, is my oldest, favorite. Ashlyn, and Hallie, my middle, and Cecily, my youngest, who... <clears throat> 
everybody was trying to get their feet under them. So Ashton was sick the first day. And so this, this was her first day, my second day. Cecily's like learning all over again. Um, mm. She kind of got her feet under her. And so we get up to the first lift. It's a four-seater. And I'm like lining everybody up with my little stick. All right, let's get up here in line. Why well, I, I eased clear out into the, the path and the dang chair took me out. <laughs> Took me out and then took Cecily out and then Ashlyn was all laying on the ground. <laughs> it was Oh, it's so good. I look I around love and I'm like so I'm the good skier here. Not all these people. Everybody's like, Tell me how to like, put my yeah. boots on and yeah. Well, Kevin said that um he didn't see it because he was on a different slope. He was in Angel Fire, I think, maybe. No, he said the bunny slope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I went, Kevin Cancer, did you take Jake from State Farm? That's what I need to know. That's what I need to know if you took my buddy Jake. All right. So um, you guys went skiing. I went axe throwing with Caitlin from On Point Land Survey. Are you sore? Uh, no. In mm. fact, I'm like so stinking excited. I'm going back again tonight. Sweet. Yeah. So, I mean, as soon as radio's done, like. So I'm if you set. think you can beat Kendra. Don't, don't, no, no, don't do Challenge that. accepted, she Just says. Just let me play. I have so much fun. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And actually, um. Truth be told, you will beat Kendra, and that's fine because I don't know. I don't think I'm very competitive. I mean, she doesn't throw things at me at the <laughs> office. <laughs> I don't throw things at you when I'm not at the office. I know, either, but I'm just saying that you know of. Did somebody tell me about that dartboard? They put. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but when I got there last week, my face was up there on the little dot. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. Uh, all right. So anyway, that's all fun. Okay. So I had a funny dream while you were gone. I haven't told you about this. I texted my sister and I'm like, so I guess it's snake season. Okay. You know, I love snakes. Like I'm just, I mean, I don't pick them up anymore. Not like that. But um, I always follow these snake Facebook pages and stuff, you know, and it's like, I'm like, <clears throat> did you see this one? It's so cute. Did you see this? I didn't even know there was such thing as a pygmy rattlesnake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're so like, they're a little, you can't even see their little rattles. They're so mm -hmm. tiny. Unless you get real close, which I wouldn't. I have a story about one of them. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> well, wait till you hear this story. I dreamt that we were showing a house and it was a nice house, like a $300,000, $350,000 house, which reminds me, interrupt my own story. We really need some houses. Yes. We need nice houses, move in ready. I've got one buyer particularly that I'm really, really, really worried about. And we need something between two and 300,000, three bedroom, two bath, um, new or like new. It, it needs to be, Your I need it to be pretty nice cash ready. buyer. It, it, I just, man, my heart is just worried to death about them. And so we need something. We need other listings too. There's just such a low inventory and trying to find the right house for our buyers is a super challenge. Um, I spent some time with a buyer three different times this week, and we just can't find the right property for them. Different buyer. Um, so in the one hundred and fifty dollars to $200,000 price range, three bedroom, two bath, um, preferably, actually maybe a four bedroom would be even better, um, with a really good two car garage or one with a little shed out back, um, like a nice little wood shop would be awesome. So we've got some good buyers, qualified, good qualified buyers. We don't have the right properties for them. So if you're thinking about selling, please, please call us. Talk to us about what you have. Um, we can help get your house on the market. And we may be able to just get it sold quick, right? You yes. agree? Yep. Okay, so back to my fun story because this is awesome. This is a dream. This is not real. Um, Amanda Brewer is talking about, I can't even say it, the Masagua. I never can say it. Those She says those rattlesnakes are pretty small too. Okay, so I dreamt that we were showing this nice house. And um, you kind of went, ouch, and I saw it happen at the same time. You, There was a rattlesnake in the house, and it struck at you, and it bit you on your ankle. 
And you, you're like going to keep showing the house. And you're like, what was that? And then the snake was gone. And I said, that was, I'm sure that was a rattlesnake. Like, this is in my dream, 100% in my dream. I'm like, that's a very rare snake. We don't even have very many of those in Oklahoma. What are the odds that it would be in the house? <laughs> I'm like, in my dream, this totally, it was this, it was a, I made up a rattlesnake in my dream and oh. it bit you. <laughs> Wow. And then I hunted it down and found it to make sure because you weren't going to go to the hospital. And I'm like, no, boss, this is for real. You really need to go get that checked out. This is so awesome. I text my sister. You know what she replied? Sis, that'd be a lot funnier if you didn't really ever have found one in a house. (laughs) But I have. So, you know, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I know. So it's snake season. It's spring. Well, we showed some. We went and looked at some land today, Jared Moyer and I. Yeah. Did you see anything fun? The storm shelter. And he's like, yeah, we don't go to That's where the snakes all stay. Why didn't you take me? I was like, so can we open it? And there's this big tree <laughs> landed on top of it, and the door was broken, and so we couldn't he's get like, in. He's no, but... we're trying to keep them in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave them in there, please. That's so, hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's a neat piece of property. That's so hopefully next couple of weeks that'll hit the market. All right, so um, open houses this weekend. Yes. Sunday. One o'clock to three o'clock. We were going to have these a couple weeks ago, but holy sleet. Yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. So 2818 Brookhaven. And I, man, this is a nice property. You and I were talking about it today. Three bedroom, two bath, um, built in 2005, I think. Um, Nice square footage, nice layout, very good condition, huge yard, nicely manicured. I don't think there's stickers. Knowing the previous owner, I would doubt. Probably not very many if there are. Um, but I mean, really nice covered patio and mm-hmm. you dropped the price today even. So 194,000 for three bedroom, two bath, move in ready, super nice, neat and clean. Yep. Really so if you have somewhere, if you have a boat, camper, like it's got room for that. If you want to build a detached garage, it's got room for that. So, all right. Just down the street from it though, is the house for me. <laughs> <laughs> no yard. No yard. <laughs> 3008 Brookhaven. Um, it's a nice little, it's really a triplex. It's in the center. Right. Um, and it has two bedrooms, two bathrooms, huge living room, nice kitchen. Man, I could bake a pie in but that it's kitchen. A, it's big. Like the rooms it's are big. Really, they are big. They're very good sized rooms. Feet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So super nice property. And then um, what is it that Gary always says? Last on the list, but first in your heart. Yep. <laughs> 2924 Jaeger Drive. And um, actually, Julia Derrick um, messaged me and said, hey, I'd host one of your open houses if you've got a house you want us to sit at. And so she is going to be at 2924 Jaeger Drive. Um, and I, there's like a million things you could say about that, but um, hello pool. Mm-hmm. Big hello pool, pool, big yard, retractable cover, three car garage, two in one, lots of bedrooms. Right. Like got lots really? of lots of lots it's of it's a nice property it's a fantastic property yep. so between one o'clock and three o'clock on sunday come and see us at those three properties um and then we'll we'll see if we can help find dither at home hopefully one of those yep. right all right let's take a quick break and then we will be right back it's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family other insurance companies may just see it as a house it's not just a house it's your home hi I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward to call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. This is Todd McHugh, Jackie Jones, and Flora Castro with Woodward County Abstract. 
Thank you to all of Northwest Oklahoma for letting Woodward County Abstract handle all of your real estate closing and title needs. We provide real estate closings and title insurance for all of Northwest Oklahoma. Pasen a verme para todas sus dudas y preguntas sobre bienes raíces. Con gusto les explico el proceso y estoy disponible a cada paso de la transacción para asistir con lo que usted necesite para cerrar su contrato. We appreciate your business. Coverzone is a multi-generational company serving Northwest Oklahoma in commercial and residential needs. Plumbing, air conditioning, heaters, refrigeration, sewer and drain cleaning, backhoe trenching, and crane service. And they are your geothermal specialists. Contact them at 580-254-5864 or stop by 116 East Main Street. <laughs> I We're just back. said that um, snakes aren't pet friendly. <laughs> Rattlesnakes aren't pet friendly. Well, I don't know. You know can you defang them like a scorpion? You I, cut the, I cut said the before off? we went on air, I don't pick them up and play with them anymore. Oh, any of the snakes? How about scorpions? Oh, I never liked scorpions. I, think you just I always thought they were flipping creepy. I don't care for creepy. those little suckers. I'll All right. I know okay, you guys so don't want to miss your statistics. So oh. <laughs> I know you tried to skip it. I guess I did. <laughs> Talking about all these snakes. Go ahead. Tell us your okay, stats. Okay. So stats, stats, stats. So we have 60 houses on the market still, which sounds, um, I don't know, that's a few. That's that's up a little bit. Yeah, because a year ago we had 59. So we've hovered that's in the crazy. 50s, down in the 40s, back in the 50s. Now we're back at 60. Um, there's four new ones in Woodward. Uh, 13 are pending in Woodward, which is normal. Um, three new pending this week. Here's what's the crazy number is there's only 23 pending in all of Northwest Oklahoma. So that's like everything from ceiling over. Like it dropped. Like usually we run in the like 40, 35, 38, 33, 32, 23. I did that number twice because I thought that can't be real. Um. Here's the other one that's crazy is closings in Woodward. We had three closings. Like last week, we had none. There was 10 in Northwest Oklahoma, like a ton so, in Shattuck. Oh, yes. Alva. Mm -hmm. Like it was crazy. The outside areas hit it out of the park last week. The last time we had 10 was clear back in October of last year. Wow. That's interesting. So last week was two, six, four, three. So like, so months, months of inventory, 4.86, which is again, the highest we've had in a year. So our months of inventory are picking up. So it, to me, that says our, it goes back to selection. Like we have buyers and we have sellers. They're just not the right buyer for the right seller and the right seller for the right buyer. So right. We, have the, we have the people. We're just missing inventory. I think if we listed 10 houses tomorrow, it would create five or six more buyers because those people would buy and we would sell five or six more houses. Like it's, we're just missing the right inventory. I agree. hundred percent. All right. So, um, here's what we're going to talk about tonight. Are you All right, ready? I'm ready. Have I told you? <laughs> I'm uh, just kidding. You mentioned. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to talk about inspections. I wanted to talk about a little bit, just touch on what the contract says about inspections, what the inspection process looks like, and then what happens after the inspection. Um, and I don't, I don't really know why, but this has just kind of been in my brain for a little bit. And I wanted to make sure that we just shared a little bit more information about what that all looks like. So first things first, in our contract, um, we kind of, we were talking yesterday to another agent, and she said, I should have written that the contract is as is. 
And actually, all of the contracts are written as is. is. Because the contract says that the buyer has an opportunity and there's um, you can set how many days the buyer has in order to inspect the property. So generally, the buyer has, um, I generalize it and say 13 days. A lot of agents leave this one little space blank that says in the event that this is left blank, that the buyer um, has, it says at the end of the paragraph, from the last day, from the third day, from the last day, the signature of all the parties, which is so many words, Generally, we have 13 days from signatures to get all of our inspections completed. So once we begin those inspections, um, as soon as we go into our contract, I start harassing people. Hey, do you want to have inspections? These are the inspectors, and this is what they offer, and this is their prices. And um, would you like to see their contracts so you know what you're getting? Absolutely, I'll send that to you now. Um, So we order these inspections, and a lot of times I order them for the buyers, and I schedule with the sellers or schedule with the other agent. We get everything set up. A lot of buyers don't attend. So before we move on with anything else, do you think it's a good idea? How do you feel about that? What's your take on buyers attending inspections? So number one, I think you need to let the inspector do his job. And if you're there, I think it distracts this inspector. So Mm -hmm. in fact, last week we showed up while the inspector was doing one and I could tell he got off his, Hmm. he had a system in place Mm -hmm. And we showed up and we got to talking. And so, like, for example, he turned the oven on. Well, the first thing he did was turn the fan. He checked the microwave, turned the fan on the microwave, and then he went and checked the oven and the range. And then he checked something else. And I'm like, man, I can't hear anything. So I shut the microwave off. <gasps> Ooh, and he's like, what are you doing? I said, well, I just, I just couldn't hear. And he's like, well, I, that's my warning to remind me to shut the oven off. Oh, how funny. So I realized right then, like, Mm -hmm. and some other little things happened that we got to talking and and I could tell that it was not a good thing to be there. Right. So it's it's good to review Mm -hmm. the inspection with the inspector if you have questions. But the best thing to do is show up at the end. Like when he's done with his report, you show up at the end and say, hey, anything that concerns you heavily... um, because he won't have his report done yet. No. But he can show you like, right. hey, there's this crack in the brick. It's not really concerning. I just wanted you to see it. Mm-hmm. There's this, this isn't working. That is whatever. He'll go through the list and then we're, and, and kind of nail down his big concerns so you can visualize them right there. So when you get the report, it's not so overwhelming. That, I think that's really an interesting perspective. And I'd forgotten about that because I, I've been observing some other agents. For a long time, most of the buyers did not attend their inspections. Um, and recently I'm finding... Um, some of our contracts, more and more of our contracts, buyers and agents both are going to the inspections. And I thought, oh, maybe I'm missing the boat again. Maybe I need to kind of go back to the old days whenever I would attend to those um, or <laughs> send you to those. <laughs> and um, so that's a really interesting perspective. Well, and and the, the reason why most buyers want to go is what you just said. So that as the as the inspector finds things that he can he or she can say, well, here's this, here's this, here's this. But you're right. At the end of the inspection is a great time to have him go through that. The my experience with that a long time ago, a long time ago, Kenny Snyder, local inspector here in Woodward, um, was doing an inspection and I came in and I start flipping on all the lights and he goes, don't turn on those lights. I'm like, what? He's like, not for this part. Don't turn on those lights. And I don't even remember what he was doing, but he was emphatic. And then he turned them on a little bit later and I thought, oh, I just screwed up the inspection. Right. And it kind of made me laugh because like, because we don't know their process. The other thing that I've noticed in the past is a buyer will have a concern mm-hmm. and it is just eating at them. 
And so they'll take the inspector from his path to the other room. Will you please look at this? And then again, off base, off of his, off of his game. And then mm-hmm. what did he miss? Because he had to go look at that one thing right now. And so maybe even it would be helpful for buyers to send a list to the inspect to the, whoever's scheduling it even, um, make sure they look at this and then we can send that on and say, this is a specific concern for the buyer. That might be a good way to help address that and then show up the end to go through it. Right. Okay. So our process back to that, we have the contract contract says we have a specific amount of time in order to inspections. So we schedule the inspections. The inspector goes, there's so many different kinds of inspections. So many different. Was that last week we had Adam White with the home warranty? Yep. He recommends um, not just the home inspector, but also the HVAC inspector. And also, what else did he say? Was that all he said? Oh, he says a sewer scope. He want, yep. he thinks it's important for a buyer to also, um, and I have to agree. <laughs> I mean, you guys know my story with replacing a couple of sewer lines in the last five years. <laughs> I have to agree. We we should be doing sewer scopes if, if at all possible. And so, um, but the home inspection, what we've always said for a long time, I guess we can't say always, what we said for a long time is that generally the home inspection will give us a good picture of what else needs to be inspected. Correct. Tell me about that. Well, like the last one we just did, <clears throat> um, so the swimming pool wasn't working or wasn't on, so we're going to have to have another inspection for it. Um, the home inspector flagged the fireplace. He's like, well, there's something not quite right here. So we had to get a chimney and fireplace inspection. Um, he also flagged some plug-ins and light switches that weren't correct. So now we got an electrician coming to do an electrical inspection. Um, and then, like, there's some concerns with the brick wall. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with these. They're just some very minor issues. But So he, he flagged it. So now we're going to have a contractor or a potentially even some type of an engineer come look at the wall. So first we'll have a contractor come look at it and say, mm-hmm. hey, it's no big deal. And if he says, no, no, I don't know, it looks like it's a bigger deal than it is, then we'll, we'll take the next step and get a maybe an engineer to look at it. Sure. <clears throat> but we also had a roof inspection done. So mm-hmm. home inspection led to pool, electrical, structural, chimney, um, roof. Is there another one that we're doing on that one? <laughs> I feel like I've got Sprinkler. A, oh, then we have a sprinkler check. HVAC. And the HVAC checked. So we're having all these extra inspections after the home inspector showed up because the home inspector had concerns. And here's the thing. Is this a bad house? No. Not at all. It's a great property. Great properties still have issues. Right. And and it made all of these things, I don't, not one of these things are a huge concern to me. Nope. They were all, so far, the ones that we've already been able to reinvestigate are all simple fixes or yep. not an issue. Right. I noticed on the... Um, on the chimney one, mm-hmm. it said replaced the damper into its seat. Like literally, it was just a little bit wonky. Yep. It just needed a little nudge, right? Yeah. So somebody got too. He said basically somebody got too rough with it and knocked it out of its groove. And so he just reached up there, and I'm talking ten seconds, just jiggled it. There it is. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? So that's awesome. So again, just because the inspection comes back with a number of things on them, it doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. that the house has fallen apart. Oh my gosh, this is a mess. So um, we're going to take like the super quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about what to do after the inspection report comes back. All right.
Hi, I'm Connie Rowland in the Mortgage Department at Bank 7. Bank 7 is a full-service bank with over 40 years of combined experience. Melinda Russo and I are a dynamic duo team committed to making your loan process smooth. With a variety of loan products, we would love to sit down with you and discuss your loan options in person or we offer online and over-the-phone application processing. The Woodward Branch is located at 34th in Oklahoma. Find us online at mortgage.bank7.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Bank 7 is an equal house. Housing lender NMLS 677297, phone 580-254-0100, where our best investment is you. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma and Southwest Kansas. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 19 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or at 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma, or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. For 150 years, Sherwin-Williams has been an industry leader in the development of technologically advanced paint and coatings. As the nation's largest specialty retailer of paint and painting supplies, Sherwin-Williams is dedicated to supporting both your do-it-yourselfers and painting professionals with exceptional products. Resources to make confident color selections and expert personalized service that's focused on your unique project needs. Sherwin-Williams is your neighborhood paint store. Stop by and see them, 2101 Oklahoma Avenue. Or call them, 580-256-5861. Hey, we're back. Okay, so one time <laughs> at, a, at an event at church whenever I was in high school, there was these two new people. Like in the morning, there had been this this guy that had, had been at church and I'd never seen him before. And then this evening, no, it was the girl in the morning. And then the evening, there was this guy and she's from Alva and he's from Alva. And I'm like, do you guys know each other? They're like, that would be my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Something you said just made me think of that. I've always been brilliant. Okay, so what do you do after the inspection? So the inspectors go, they do their job. They send the reports um, back to the buyer and me um, or me, and I send it to the buyer later. So it's helpful for it to come back to us as the agents because we need to be able to help to evaluate it with you so that we can take the next step. So the next step says we have a specific deadline in which we need to either request repairs um, accept the property in its condition or ask to be released from the property. Right. The contract is actually incredibly lenient on what it takes to be released within that first time period of the, of the contract. I think that that is a huge help to just kind of um, deescalate any of those anxiety feelings whenever you go to buy a house. Most buyers don't need to back out. Most buyers don't want to back out. Most buyers don't back out. But knowing that if they go and they see something at the house the next time, if they go into the house and realize, oh, my gosh, my bed will not fit in that room, then they can be released. That's part of the inspection. So I think that that's super duper helpful. All right. So I get the report. Um, our, our process, actually, at that point, I try to skim it. I'm not great about getting it skimmed. I send it to you and I print it and I say, you need to review this. And then I send it on to the buyer and I text you and the buyer and I say, um, we need to make a time for you guys to get together with Brian to review this and talk about it in person. If possible, we try to do that or even at the house so that you can compare what you see and make sure um, that everybody is comfortable with what they're finding. From that minute, we can, then we need to submit it's, um, a notice of treatments, repairs, and replacements. I think that is the most cumbersome name ever for a form. 
I called the repair request. Yep. The fix it form. The fix it form. <laughs> I don't know why I haven't been calling it that. It's a new name. All right. So we submit the fix-it form. What goes on the fix-it form? Anything you want fixed. Okay. Checked so, out or repaired. So we had one done this week, and the only thing was that we needed an outlet cover. I can't believe that house the- is just falling apart. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God, I thought he was competent, contractor-type person, and I he just failed me. Yeah. The I agent mean, comes in, she goes, I guess I have to do a TRR to have a outlet cover put underneath the sink and i just kind of giggled because literally when we were looking i thought this is a house i'd live in 100 percent because mm. i know that that mm. house is going to be in good condition because of who the sellers are right and this inspection mm. absolutely positively improved that or proved that that was yep. the case um so but for reals would we usually do would we do a trr for an outlet cover no we just go fix it probably not but if the buyer said this is important to me are we going to do it yes absolutely so we put whatever's on there that the buyer is concerned about, with that the buyer needs, even sometimes requesting another seven days to do mm-hmm. um, a different inspection. So that's the process. Then that goes to the seller. The seller says, yes, absolutely. I'll put that outlet cover on or mm-hmm. heck no, I'm not doing anything else to this house. I'm being ridiculous. But this is the process. Right. And so that's how we negotiate and move forward. If the seller says, no, I won't do it, then the buyer does have a little bit of a conundrum. Are they willing to take the house as it is? Or do they need to be released at that point? Right. And so that's how it works. And I I mean, that's a quick way to go at it. But I just thought it might be helpful for people to kind of understand there are some really great safety nets in our contracts. Yes. It, I think it's helpful. Absolutely. So. I think it gives you that security of this isn't this isn't final, final. We got right. one more shot to look at it and go through that. So We want it to be final, final. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're working for closing. Yeah. But you've got a safety net. Yeah. So. All right. Thanks for listening. It's the Brian Kinder Show. Filling the huge void in radio for Northwest Oklahoma, 1073 KLSI, Moreland Woodward.